According to the FBI, there are an estimated 1.4 million violent crimes in America each year. On the night of February 11, 2005, Kristen McKay and James Hoyt left a friend's wedding reception and returned to the Hoyt family's summer home. The brutal events that took place there are still not entirely known. Hello now, playing listeners. Are you in the house alone? Are you sure? How do you know somebody didn't just walk in your back door? Might be just standing behind the shower curtain or waiting for you in a closet. Could be there just to rob jewelry or could be there on a whim, totally random, just looking for a stranger to slaughter. Well, that happy notion is what Now Playing Podcast is covering this fall. As we lead up to Halloween and start getting into horror films, the thought of home invasion films just seemed perfect coming out of 2020 and 2021 when all of us have spent so much time in our homes. Our homes seem to be the only place safe for us because you go outside, there's people coughing, there's people attacking others in airplanes, there's in-store confrontations, people are ripping masks off each other's faces. So you come home, you're safe, you're with your pod of people, you can take off the mask, you can relax. Unless somebody breaks that tranquility and invades your most personal space, the house where you sleep. One movie that hits this concept is Don't Breathe 2 that came out in theaters last week. And so that's going to be the theme of our main feed and our donation drive, which kicks off today. Our fall winter 2021 donation drive is going to have quite a bit of home invasions of different types. On the main feed, we covered Straw Dogs, and our review of the remake comes out this Tuesday. But today, for Now Playing Supporters, we started reviewing The Strangers, a sleeper 2008 movie where Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman are a couple alone at a rental house when a strange blonde comes knocking at the door. Here's a clip from this review, and then I'll be back after the clip to talk to you more about how you can keep now playing on the air and hear up to 40 bonus podcast reviews. This scene is totally scary as hell. I mean, this like just gets under my skin when she's like, yeah, 4 a.m. asking about someone here. You got the wrong house. Okay, see you later. Like, just all about this does feel Manson family, right? Like, you're scoping this place out and something bad is about to go down. See you later. The way she looks at Liv Tyler and says, see you later, I would be like, we're getting in the car right now. I love you. We're getting married. Let's go to Vegas. Yeah, see you later is a scary goodbye from a stranger. Yeah, and I agree. At this point, like, this is super scary, super good. Like, it feels real natural. It feels different than your typical, you know, slasher or even home invasion film. Like, it does have a different vibe, and I'm really into it at the beginning here. I agree. And while it is spooky when somebody knocks on your door at that time of night, it could just be a drunk person, right? It could just be somebody at the wrong door. See you later could just be goodbye. Sometimes I have a weird time. How do you say goodbye to somebody you know you're never going to see again? Like, when I left my last job, what do I say to people? Uh, See you around. No, I won't. But... (laughs) But the fact that James, like, he'll kind of step outside and he realizes the light bulb was unscrewed and he puts it back in and the light turns on. Again, there's just something menacing. It feels like that was deliberate. And they even have a moment of, like, morality of, like, 
Should we go get her and help? Like, is she lost? Maybe we can help her? But she's just creepy enough that we're like, nah, uh, she'll figure it out. <laughs> I just, it's four in the morning and I don't need to add this to my plate. But it, it was a mood killer. They were making out, like, pants were dropping. And now she's like, I need cigarettes. And so he's going to go out. And now we get an even more escalating terror. She's going to be by herself when this camera seeker comes back a knocking again. Can I just say, though, I am so glad that they didn't do the we're in a remote cabin. There's no cell signal thing. There is cell signal here. Now, this was 2005. Cell phone batteries did suck terribly, so they can use that one. No way. My cell phone battery lasted forever compared to this iPhone. It would last days without getting plugged in. My little flip phone. Mine always had to be plugged in, so it was, I was with her when she was making the call and had to, like, stand next to the wall with the charger plugged in and everything. I liked that. I didn't even have a cell phone, so wasn't looking at judging her for her flip phone or not, but I'm a huge Joanna Newsom fan. I have always thought, like, like there's something very folky and charming about her. I never thought of Sproutin' the Bean as a scary song. This is the movie that makes you really, like see her scratchy vocals and harp as something <laughs> menacing. Like there's, when she puts on that record, it's like, ooh, this, it's the idea that you're taking something familiar, which again, this house is not familiar to her, but a home typically is a place of safety and coloring it in the night using the, the camera stylings that they're doing. Again, this is a first time director. His command is remarkable. And maybe I should credit the editors as well, but they are putting together this movie in a way with the sound design and the editing. The lingering dread is overwhelming. What's really effective for me and what I appreciate about this, I got a lot of compliments during the first half of this film, guys. Like, it's not going to be a hate fest for me, but what I really liked, and they're, they're going to go back on this later, but it's during the climax, but we'll see the man in the mask and he's like standing back in the shadows and we just see him in the corner. In the kitchen, yes. Holy shit. When he showed up, I screamed. I literally, in my living room, made an audible gasp. And this is why it's so effective, because in any other typical horror film, there would have been a done, like we'd gone for the jump scare. Here in this, they do that once during the climax, but most of the time, it's just, you'll see people running around in the background. And I love that. I find that very effective. That's scary as hell, that you just notice something in the corner of your eye and then focus on it. Like, great. I wish more horror was like that. Be a compliment to this one. He's out of focus. He's in the shadows. It could be a clock on the wall, right? And, but he's wearing that white mask. She never notices him. He doesn't rush out at her. This is not the setup of a scare. This is just eerie atmosphere. And I didn't even catch that. I watched this movie twice for this review. The first time, I didn't catch it. Second time, I'm like, was that face there last time? Because I watched two cuts. And it was, but it's explaining how they were in there to smash the phone. Sometimes I wondered, were they cheating? How did these people get in the house? When did they get in the house? But if you watch it and see all these little background details, it is very solid. And Jacob, you say you wish more horror was like this. This is the era of found footage. Now, this movie is not found footage, but that is the technique of found footage horror, that you're watching something that does not have a soundtrack, 
that is artless in its composition and its presentation and something is going to come from the background or a sound is going to happen. The idea that it's not the monster in full frame, but the what's going on in the periphery or just out of frame, that's what scares you. Paranormal Activity will trade on this a lot. We'll cover that series when we get to gold level. But this was the era of that horror. Paranormal Activity was very popular at this time. Yeah, and it, and it helps that this is a home invasion, because if it was like a ghost or something, it, it could still be scary, but I think this plays more on real-life fears. And I, again, I like that it, it's not just the cell phone ends up getting smashed. We saw earlier the chimney flue wasn't open, smoke started pouring in, and Kristen had to undo the smoke detector, and then re, that was on the ground. Re, they make sure we know it's on the ground. I appreciate that. We get a couple of establishing shots, and then she like turns around, and it's been put on a chair, like... Again, all this kind of cat and mouse stuff, like all these just little differences that she's starting to notice as she's looking around, I I think is very effective. Oh, my God. Yeah, I want to point out we're 25 minutes into this movie and it's been amazing to realize where we're at. Like you could say almost nothing has happened. And yet I feel like, yeah, when I see that fire alarm, I want to scream like it is like the best he's calling from inside the house kind of moment ever you know like we always get that in these kinds of movies of like you know like black christmas established like the killer's in the house this is the moment when you realize it which makes the next when she finally realizes and sees this person and they're outside the audience has a different interpretation of that than she does she thinks oh my god there's people trying to get in my house but we go he's already been in the house and now he's outside the house This is someone playing games. This is someone with a sense of humor. This is Ghostface calling Drew Barrymore and quizzing her on her favorite scary movies. So if you'd like to hear that entire review, plus the review of the sequel, The Strangers, Pray at Night, and more, our fall-winter 2021 donation drive begins today, August 20th, 2021. If you're new to Now Playing, you may not realize we don't have any sponsors, no ads on the show, no digressions in conversation where all of a sudden something in the movie reminds us of subscription razor blades or digital books on tape. We're a 100% independent podcast, and we've put out a show every Tuesday, what we call Totally Free Tuesday, for well over 10 years. The last time we took a week off was Christmas 2010, when we'd finished reviewing Tron Legacy, we took Christmas and New Year's off, came back January 7th, 2011 with Blade Runner, and every single week since, for 554 weeks, we have provided a free in-depth movie review podcast every Tuesday. Whether there's a move or a death in the family or a holiday, Stuart, Jacob, and I, as well as the behind-the-scenes team of Jason and Heath and Santiago and Joe and Brock, make sure to bring you the best content we can. But what's free for you to listen to is not free for us to make. There's a lot more than three people talking into a microphone to make a now-playing show. 
there's the editing, there's the site hosting, there's equipment upgrades. And so the way we continue to go is with listener support. And so we kind of look at it like a PBS pledge drive. We're looking to you, our listeners, to keep supporting our show if you want now playing to be able to continue. Unlike PBS, we don't have a government grant. We only have loyal listeners who we are forever grateful for. And PBS, if you pledge to them, send you a water bottle, tote bag, a t-shirt. But since you enjoy listening to our podcasts, we say thank you with reward bonus podcasts that are only available to now playing supporters. And that's the only way they ever will be available. And for fall, we have 15 bonus podcasts in our regular tiers of shows or up to 40 bonus podcasts in the extended tiers. Today starts the silver level, which is five total podcasts. We're reviewing The Strangers and its sequel. We're reviewing Don't Breathe and its sequel. And we're also reviewing the home invasion film, You're Next. And those shows will be coming out throughout August and September. If you go for our gold level donation at $25 or more, you're going to get 12 bonus podcasts. You're going to get the five home invasion films we've talked about, plus seven more home invasion films of a different type. It's still a home invasion if the unwanted visitor is a ghost, right? Well, we're going to be reviewing one of the most requested series in now playing podcast history, Paranormal Activity. The seventh Paranormal Activity is filmed and slated to come out early next year on Paramount+. And so we are going to be rewinding the tapes and reviewing all seven Paranormal Activity films for our gold-level donors. And if you go platinum level, for $35 or more, you get 15 total podcasts. We're going to be reviewing a couple other kinds of home invasions, maybe monstrous home invasions, as we review A Quiet Place and A Quiet Place Part 2 and Bird Box. These are a number of bonus shows that are going to keep you hopefully entertained from August through February of next year. And even more, several of our previous donation series have new installments coming, a couple of which were COVID delays, but Candyman, we reviewed that last spring when the remake slash reboot slash sequel, we don't know yet, but it was supposed to come out last spring. It's coming out this fall, so you can donate at the honey level. For $45 or more, get 20 total podcasts, the four Candyman reviews, three of which are already recorded, plus a bonus review of Jordan Peele's Us. Want to go further? The blue pill level is $55 or more because The Matrix 4 is slated to come out late this year. With that donation, you get 26 bonus podcasts. We reviewed The Matrix several years ago. Those four reviews, including The Animatrix, are available now for donors. Plus, bonus Wachowski reviews of Speed Racer and Jupiter Ascending, and then later this year, we'll be adding the review of The Matrix Part 4. We have the green slime level at $65 or more, you'll get 30 bonus podcasts because Ghostbusters Afterlife is finally coming out as well. We reviewed Ghostbusters back in 2016 leading up to the reboot back then. Those three Ghostbusters reviews are available immediately and we're gonna be reviewing Afterlife when that comes out. Or if you're not gonna be happy until you're going Mach 2 with your hair on fire and your earbuds playing, now playing podcasts, we have the Mach 2 level 
because knock on wood maverick top gun part 2 should be coming out really soon and you can hear us review 10 tom cruise movies he was the biggest movie star of the 80s arguably and we reviewed his eight starring roles from risky business to all the right moves to rain man to cocktail plus top gun and later this year we'll cap it off with maverick top gun 2 The more you pledge, the more bonus podcasts you get. You can find out all the details and find out all the release dates of these bonus shows at nowplayingpodcast.com forward slash donate. And again, on behalf of everybody at Now Playing, whether they're on the mic or behind the scenes, thank you for listening to Now Playing and thank you to everyone who's able to donate during these times to keep our show going week after week the way we have. It's the support of listeners that not only keep the lights on, but keep the motivation going for us to be able to keep doing what we love at such a rigorous pace where we're putting out about a hundred podcasts a year and doing everything we can to keep the quality improving the more shows we do. So hopefully you can join us and let the strangers into your ears tonight. The first show of our donation drive is available now. Have a great night, and we'll be back on Totally Free Tuesday with our review of the remake of Straw Dogs. I'll talk to you then. You can stop now, you... If you enjoy the show we do week after week, help keep us on the air. Without listener support, Now Playing cannot continue. If you want, we can talk some more. You can find a link to pledge by clicking the banner at the top of our website, nowplayingpodcast.com. It's really nice, everything you did. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual hosts and may not reflect the views of Enganza Media Incorporated. Are you a sinner? Sometimes. Venganza Media Incorporated is not affiliated with, and this podcast has not been prepared, approved, or licensed by any entity that created the film analyzed herein. I made mistakes. A lot of them. All movie clips and music included in this podcast are the intellectual property of their respective copyright holders. They are included here for the purpose of review, and no infringement is intended. Come on, we should get it. Wait, wait. Now Playing Podcast is an exclusive trademark of and may not be used without the express written permission of Vinganza Media Incorporated. She doesn't have to like it, not why we're doing this. Now Playing is a Vinganza Media production, copyright 2021, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Vinganza Media Incorporated. All rights reserved. It'll be easier next time.